Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. Now, we're turning to a, a more serious topic this morning. We're looking at the suicide rate here in Hong Kong. Now, earlier this month, the Samaritan Befrienders said the suicide rate in Hong Kong uh, was the highest in the past 15 years in 2022. And to talk about this this morning, we're joined by Clarence Jung, the Executive Director of the Samaritan Befrienders of Hong Kong. Welcome back on the program, Clarence, and thank you so much for taking the time to join us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Noreen. So can you first of all start off with some of the figures that you have? Well, um, the number of suicide deaths in 2022 was uh, 1,080 and uh, it's the highest since 2007. It's uh, quite alarming. Uh, the average, average number of suicide deaths per day was 2.96, approaching 3. Yeah. And uh, the man-to-women ratio was 1.67 to 1. That's uh, uh, normal because, you know, always, it's always the case that uh, the, the suicide figures of men uh, is much higher than women. And among all the suicide deaths, people aged 60 or above accounted for 44.17%. It's the highest ever recorded in Hong Kong since 1973. So we figure that uh, the trend of high suicide rates uh, in the elderly has surely been formed. Um, another thing is the age group of 50 to 59 had also a big increase in the number of suicide deaths from 154 in 2021 to 204 in 2022. So this is uh, um, the, the figures we have uh, in, in 2022. Yeah, you mentioned earlier that, that the suicide rate of men is, is higher than women, and that's always been the trend. What are some of the reasons for that? Well, uh, 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 we, we kind of have a belief that men uh, you know, are always tough, and they are the, uh, um, you know, the, the bread earner of the, uh, the families. Uh, they try to make themselves, uh, um, you know, uh, tougher than anybody else. You know, um, they have to to take the responsibilities of the family. So they never show that they have weaknesses. Uh, this kind of thoughts uh, made uh, the fact that uh, men do not ask for help a lot when they have emotional problems. And, uh, you know, they will just, you know, get it together, have a, uh, a glass of beer, you know, and then, you know, just try to hide some uh, of the feelings. The sure. And they never share their feelings with the family members, too. Whereas, you know, women, when they get it together, mm-hmm. they would talk about their emotions, their, their problems, their troubles, you know, and that can be a very good way to release their pressures. So that's why, you know, when men, uh, up to the breaking point, they will just, uh, you know, go for suicide. Yeah. You mentioned some uh, pretty alarming uh, figures and and trends. You you mentioned the elderly. Tell tell us more uh, about that trend. So there are more elderly people um, uh, uh, dying by suicide then? Um, The thing is, you know, in the past two years, a few years, uh, the uh, COVID is one thing that uh, making the elderly in a very vulnerable situation. And uh, the second thing is that the um, uh, population of the elderly is growing mm. uh, and is, uh, is now uh, having a, an aging population in Hong Kong that can contribute to a higher suicide number of the elderly too. But uh, the, there is one more thing that we have to be aware of is that um, the family structure in Hong Kong is uh, contributing a lot as the elderly now no, normally they are living alone uh, or with their, with their spouse. 
uh, they don't have a lot of support from their family members. And um, uh, there are a lot of hidden elderly in Hong Kong, too. So um, if they do not access the uh, um, social service for the elderly people, you know, they will be quite helpless. Um, it's quite a serious situation in Hong Kong now. And a lot of elderly people with chronic illness, they find their lives meaningless. and They don't want to be the burden of the society and the families. So um, suicide uh, is one of the, the options that they always think of. And we have uh, such a high suicide uh, number because of all these. Um, in the elderly. One thing that I've heard uh, you talk about uh, in, in other in previous interviews is also uh, the change in, in family structure. Some of these elderly uh, may have children who have moved away from Hong Kong. Yeah. What impact might that have on some of their mental health? Well, obviously, they feel alone. Um, they, they, won't, they don't have peop- uh, the family members to support them and to visit them. Uh, and uh, if they have grandchildren, children you know to to chinese uh people mm. uh having grandchildren that they can connect with uh is a very important thing that they they can keep them um meaningful right uh without these you know they will find that they have nothing to lose even though they they commit suicide uh, so, uh, you know, family support uh, is, is one very important thing for the elderly people to to find this, their lives meaningful. Yeah. Um, so the World Health Organization classifies suicide as a serious public health problem, and they say yeah. that suicides are, are preventable with timely, evidence-based, and often low-cost interventions. What sorts of suicide crisis intervention services are available in Hong Kong? Well, uh, nowadays, um, of course, you know, we have uh, hotline services provided by a number of uh, organizations in Hong Kong. Uh, Some of them are are specifically for people with emotional um, needs and even suicide risk. Uh, Like ours, you know, we have a 24-hour hotline. And uh, we have also a suicide crisis intervention center, the only one Subvented by the government uh, to provide uh, uh, crisis intervention service to those uh, with um, medium to high suicide risk, and um, um, of course, you know, uh, suicide is much related to mental health. So uh, there are um, a lot of organizations also providing mental health um, support services. And uh, uh, we, we have the you know, public hospitals to provide uh, mental um, illness treatment also. But the fact is that uh, nowadays, you know, um, with the limited manpower in the public se- uh, hospital services, um, they serve, they, the mental health support service to these people and treatment to these people is uh, facing a lot of pressure too. So that's one thing that uh, we really have to look into. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I think um, we're not saying that people with mental health will will definitely uh, die by suicide, but it's definitely uh, uh, classified as as a risk factor. Yeah. Um, the trouble is, suicide may often be a spur of a moment thing, um, or or is it? Do, do people plan their suicides, or 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 is it sort of a spur of a moment thing? 
Oh, sorry, can I have your Sure. Um, I was saying is suicide, suicide may often be a, a spur of a moment thing. So, you know, they think it enters their their mind and then they they yep. they, they do it. Yep. Um, or is it? Do, do people plan it? Well, I, I would say that, you know, suicide uh, is uh, not a impulsive thing, right? Mm. A lot of people think that, you know, it's an impulsive action, but uh, it, is, it is really not a thing, uh, an impulsive thing. A lot of people have a long time of uh, planning and thoughts about this before they really take into action. So um, it's kind of uh, suffering, but at the same time, they are calling for help uh, in, uh, in this period of time. So in fact, if we are willing to help and listen to them, a lot of these cases can be prevented, mm. right? So uh, it is um, a, a thing that uh, the community of Hong Kong should all um, be aware of and should contribute much more to help people uh, in need. Yeah. How can we reach out to some people who we suspect may have suicidal thoughts? It's, you know, it's one of those topics which is very sensitive, but, you know, absolutely needs to be addressed. But how how should we approach it? Um, well, first thing is that uh, we should not be afraid of talking about this. Mm. It's not a taboo. In fact, it shouldn't be a taboo. Right. And uh, we have to, um, you know, uh, openly talk about this uh, with people surrounding us, uh, around us with uh, with, uh, with uh, suicidal risk. We should, you know, just ask them. Ask them. Yes. That's yeah. Right. We, we should ask them. Um, we, we don't need to hide. We don't need to pretend that there's no problem. Uh, we don't need to think that it's something that we shouldn't talk about because uh, uh, we, we shouldn't even think that by talking about this will enhance the thoughts of suicide. It's not the case, right? Uh, if that person does not have suicide risk, um, you, you, you talk about suicide, he won't you know, go for suicide. But if one has already got a suicide um, thought, you really need to talk to him and let him tell you his story. And that's the first thing that we can help a, a person with suicidal thought. And, uh, you know, that we, we, we should start, you know, um, uh, try to connect people, uh, especially those uh, uh, neighbors, you know, the, uh, uh, hidden elderly, you know. Uh, there must be some uh, surrounding us, you know, and they are at risk if they have no one to care about and, and talk to them. So that's one thing that we we should do. And another thing is that we should be um, uh, aware of uh, what public services and NGO services available, uh, professional services that are available that can help these people. You know, we are not professional, all right? And don't try to teach those with uh, uh, suicide risk what to do. All right, you always think that uh, we, we can give advices, you know, but uh, a lot of th- times we don't, and we, we do not know what suicide is all the time, you know. So just uh, help them to get, uh, get access to, um, you know, professional services. 
uh, that's the uh, uh, the other thing that I would always advise people to 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 do. Yeah, um, and and finally, I'd like to talk about sort of the role uh, of the media. Um, I, I once interviewed uh, someone uh, whose yep. son uh, sadly died by suicide, and um, she was very gentle and and um, in pointing out because I had been using the term committing suicide um, when I was introducing uh, the thing, and and she she'd very sort of gently um, said. Um, perhaps it's better to say they died by suicide rather than committing suicide because committing suicide implies it's like committing a sin or or, or something really, really negative. Um, And it made me really reflect on the way I then uh, reported on on suicide. And of course, uh, here at RTHK, we don't report on suicides um, as a news story. The only thing that we do report on is if it's a murder suicide, then it Mm -hmm. becomes more of a story. How should the media be reporting on this? Because I remember there was a time when there were fears um, and well, there were studies to point out that it, there could be copycat inci- uh, incidences. So, how should the media be reporting on suicide? Well, uh, definitely, there is a uh, copycat effect uh, of uh, suicide when uh, the media report reported uh, suicide cases. Uh, but then, you know, uh, we can't, you know, just tell the media not to to say anything about suicide. Uh, when doing so, uh, the media has to very has to be very careful mm. not to tell the detail of the suicide, uh, including the causes, including how uh, the person uh, uh, died of suicide. You know all that kind of stuff, um, because you know this will kind of trigger those with uh, suicidal thoughts mm. having um, uh, the. Uh, the the thoughts that uh, he or she can die in the same way, and uh, he or she has the same feelings Problems. of that person. Yeah, like they have that problem. I might have the same problem, and then that might trigger yeah, their definitely. own. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's kind of uh, uh, thoughts that they think they can share with uh, the person who has di- who's just died of suicide, and uh, this kind of feeling will, will make the person uh, go for action more uh, easier could could the same principle be applied for murder suicides i've often thought about that because and and that is a good point clarence that you raised because some people might you know say for example a murder suicide uh, uh, in instances in the past where someone's uh that they suspect their wife was cheating and so then they murdered their wife and then they kill themselves could that then make other people think oh i'm in a similar situation would that create a copycat effect oh yeah yes definitely also yeah it also will create a copycat effect uh you know especially for uh, mothers Hmm. who would like to commit suicide and uh they have children Yes. Uh, especially very young children, and they would try to, uh, you know, copy the same thing and and uh, take the kids with them. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, a lot of mothers uh, would not l- like to leave the the kids behind if they want to commit suicide, yeah. and that, you know, you know. Mothers like that would uh, really want to share the same feelings and and do the same thing if they have uh, examples of this that they can copy. Yeah, um, and finally, uh, what what can people do if they are experiencing uh, suicidal thoughts? Uh, where can they sort of seek uh, crisis intervention? Well, uh, of course, you know they can first call hotline, 
there are um, three organizations uh, providing um, uh, hotlines for people with uh, emotional uh, needs. So, you know, say for example, I, 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 as I said, they can call us uh, at uh, two eight nine. Uh, sorry, two three eight nine double two double two. All right. That's the number that they can call, and uh, we will refer them to our uh, suicide crisis intervention service center with their consent. And if their suicide uh, intention is really high, mm. uh, so uh, you know, and, and even call nine 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 can be one thing if they are already you know um, near the the, the roof uh, or trying to jump, and you know they they can just call nine nine nine. All right, that can also be one thing that they, they if they want really someone to help them. Yes, um, and don't be a bystander. If you have friends or family who you think are, are experiencing those thoughts, reach out to them. Just really ask them straight up, are you having suicidal thoughts? Because you yep. know, if, if they are, you're not putting any ideas in their head. And if they're not, then you know, there's no harm done by no harm asking done. Yeah. Uh, and caring. Yeah, uh, and we have a consultation hotline for family members too at 2319. Double one, double seven. Thank you so much once again to You're Clarence welcome. Jung, the Executive Director of the Samaritan Befrienders of Hong Kong. Thank you very much, uh, Thank Clarence. You. Thank you.